the Citizen's Guide to the Supernormal. Boston than a Bud Light. Sure there is. Oh yeah, you're right, a boiler maker with Bud Light. Some Putting jam. a handful of change in a Dunkin' Donuts cup and then drinking the water that comes out of that. It's way it's like drinking a can of Bud Light. It's gross. Yeah, Bud Light does taste like Hobo change, change, wa- beer. change water. It's if you consider it's like you know, a good friend of the show, Matt. Matt Hattie. Used to Oh alright, well if we're gonna throw both names out there, but he used to Refer to Bud Light as Hobo Change Beer. Hobo it's, Change Beer. It's like if you were to like drink a pocket full of Hobo Change. <laughs> oh shit, we're recording, aren't we? Yes. We'll beep out his last name so nobody knows that our Scottish friend who's got a weird circumcision <laughs> is the guy we're making fun of. That was a time back in the day, a different show. He's not even listening, it's fine. No, he's not. Tom will appreciate it, though. Tom Jesse will. might. Jesse, Jesse might, might appreciate might. it, too. Okay. You're welcome, and we're sorry. Welcome to the Citizen's Guide to the Supernormal. I think before we get started, we're going to do uh, a little dick news. Just out of curiosity, you guys have any tattoos you regret? No, but I know a guy who got his fiance's first initial tattooed on him who regrets that. Pretty sure he got it lasered at some point. Yeah, it was removed by a laser. You're right. I know someone who had a Taz Weiser tattoo. I, please elaborate. Like the Tasman, you know, the cartoon, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Devil, yeah. but it said like it was in like the Budweiser font with the little flag, but it said Tazweiser. That's a regrettable tattoo. That's without yeah. question the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, no, I, I saw it. Is he embarrassed about it or is he like proud? Is he like, hey, guess no, what I did? I, I think that's a that's an embarrassment. Hey, you guys want to see what a first tattoo should look like? Yep, that's it. It's right there. <laughs> I have a tattoo on my back shoulder that looks kind of shitty now. Um, but when I first got it, I thought it was badass. It's not necessarily bad. It's just poorly done. Because uh, the guy who did it was... <laughs> I should have known better. I was going to basic training, and I wanted to have tattoos before I went to basic. So I went to the fucking... I went to the shop. The dime store tattoo? No, it was Granite Tattoo in Quincy. Oh, And at the time, the guy was going through uh, kidney stones. And so Ooh. the whole time he's like fucking moaning and groaning because these kidney stones are working their way out. Meanwhile, he's also got a nine millimeter on his hip. He had a license to carry, and I'm like, "You you can carry a gun in your shop." He's like, "Yeah, I got a license." And I was like, "I feel like part of me wants to leave, but part of me wants to stay to be able to say I had a guy with a gun on his hip tattoo me because clearly, I mean, that's the most Quincy thing you could do." I heard you like getting tattooed by guys with big guns. I do, I do. Uh, most of them have a rifle though. Nobody ever had a handgun before. It'd be so, kind of weird to carry so, on your hip. So, I, I mean, the yeah. reason I ask... Hold on, I'm not done. Hold on, I mean... So, yeah, he, as he's jagging this tattoo on my shoulder, and I'm screaming like a little bitch because he's screaming like a little bitch, and every time he was in pain, I was in more pain. Can you confirm that? He kept staring over at my, my now wife, and he's like, you're going to make him feel real good about this afterwards, right? And in my head, I was like, she's going to go to bed, and I'm just going to fucking cry on the couch. Yeah, it was an uncomfortable day. It was a poor decision on your part. I, I don't regret the tattoo. I mean... It's not great. It's not my best work, but it's under my shirt, so nobody sees it anyway. It's kind of like my nipples. I'm not happy about those, but they're under my shirt. Well, so. that's because they look like store-bought pepperonis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not All the right. deli ones, at least. It's... Didn't have plate nipples. <laughs> 
I'm talking like the little guys, the ones you put on pizza. Yeah, they're not sandwich pepperonis. No, no, not at all. All right, so um, I have this story. This is an oldie but a goodie. Penis tattoo blamed for permanent erection. Oh. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and a uh, 21-year-old Iranian man now suffers from priapism. There's a word of the day. Priapism. When an erection lasts longer than four hours. Usually when I have an erection that lasts longer than four hours, I call it a party. But uh, I just take a picture. You know, honestly, at that point, I just take a, a lit match, and I put it out, and then I... <laughs> Just try and get rid of that thing as quick as possible. I always have erections that last for four so hours. So anyway, uh, he got a uh, permanent erection after getting a, a tattoo on his penis. Um, the man had a Persian phrase tattooed on it. It's Baro bi salamat. Which, uh, which means when uh, you're stuck between a rock and a hot place? Uh, no, it actually means good luck with your journeys. Good luck with your journey. Is he wishing his penis luck? What the fuck is he fucking over there? <laughs> wow, if, if he wrote that in English, he'd, he'd, he'd be pretty well off. I mean... It's a long phrase. Right? I mean, maybe... Well, in Arabic, well, it's even longer. Have you seen that lettering? <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, uh, he also had the letter M tattooed. <laughs> 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 oh, God. <laughs> So. Oh boy, that's a joke only Jordan and I get, but uh, <laughs> trust me, it's delicious. He also had the letter M, which is the first letter of his girlfriend's first name. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, right. I gotta make a phone call after we do the show tonight. His condition, medically known as priapism, occurs when erection is not caused by sexual stimulation, lasts longer than four hours. Most commonly happens to boys ages 5 to 10 and men ages 20 to 50. Because those 10 to 20 years just yeah, go right yeah, by. Yeah, that just, just like skips between 10 and 20, but like then oh, I'm 20, I'm back on the hook. The case report was published uh, in the journal Sexual Medicine. Um, so the tattoo artist created the design with a handheld needle. Ah. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, according to the report, after tattooing the man, bled from deep tissue within the penis and experienced pain for eight days. His penis then became semi-erect 24 hours a day. So he's walking around from like, he went from like six to three, I guess. <laughs> if, if, if I had to take, take a stab at it. <laughs> there were plenty of stabs taken at it. Um, and he'll never take a stab again. When he visited the doctors, his erection had been ongoing for almost three months. <laughs> If I, had I thought I was bad about going to the doctor. <laughs> I would have so many questions. I'd be like, so have you, have you fucking beat that thing, or are you just going to let it hang there? Have you tried <laughs> masturbating? Because that usually gets rid of mine. The doctors conduct, t- conducted numerous tests to rule out possible causes such as UTI, leukemia, or syphilis. Did they look at it? Leukemia? <laughs> it's not a tumor. It's a dick, you guys. <laughs> they determined that, that tattooing was probably to blame. Suggesting <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Did he look at it? Did the doctor look in his pants and be like, "What's different between his and mine?" Suggesting, oh, wait a minute. Suggesting that the the needle may have gone <laughs> too deeply. I think the first the first sign of that was when it went through the other side. You know, <laughs> isn't that a isn't that a Phil Collins song? The, the needle went too deeply. No, <laughs> penis it, tattoo. You know I love you, but I'm in too deep. Yeah, that's a Phil Collins song. That's going to tie in later, trust me. Continue. All right. 
so the doctors determined that blood was still flowing in and out of the man's penis, so they diagnosed him with non-ischemic priapism. This occurs when blood enters the penis faster than it can go out, leaving the penis permanently erect due to the increased pressure. His girlfriend must be psyched. Yeah. I'd be psyched. I'd be checking out, guys. I would think so. Yeah, Permanent helicopters. Sure. <laughs> just all the time. I just... He's probably pissed because he keeps knocking drinks off the table. <laughs> He'd be making many Borat jokes. His dick is always on time, but he's usually a minute late. Uh, so leaving leaving the penis <laughs> permanently erect... Uh, Something about the bad type of prior prism. I guess they weren't so oh, concerned. Bad one. Anyway, the man underwent... The bad one is once they release the pressure, it doesn't come back. Yeah, the bad one is also uh, when the tissue starts to die because... You ever turn on um, You ever turn on a garden hose at a place that has really bad water pressure? That but your dick. <laughs> Just pushing rope forever. Doctors recommended the man undergo a <laughs> shunt procedure to drain excess blood. But the shunt didn't work. So, not only did he have Looks a tattoo, like it but... shunned him. Not only did he have a bad <laughs> tattoo, but he also had to undergo a terrible surgery for that. Um, anyway, uh, the man didn't wish to go any additional surgeries. I can't tell why. And because and so he can still he's... have sexual intercourse and he is not in pain. Uh, he also does not regret the tattoo. Uh, in I mean, it's only a semi-bona, right? I'm sorry, but that guy regrets that tattoo. He says he doesn't regret that tattoo, that tattoo, but like... Dude, if I got a tattoo that gave me a semi-bona all the time, I'd just be really proud of it. Because it's not like super hard where it's like, do you, you think, know... Do you think he has to he's wear... He's not divine in water. It's just he's just got a bona. Do you think he has to wear pants with like a horizontal stripe to get it, give the illusion that it's not... <laughs> <laughs> Dude, he, he flips it up underneath the waistband. <laughs> That's not even comfortable. Like I mean, you know, it's... Feels amazing. What are you talking about? He'd just wear sweatpants all day. What if he had a low belly button? <laughs> oh, he could just tuck it in. Right. That'd be fucking great. <laughs> I mean, he's already got a super long phrase, so we know the dude's hung. Unless, unless it was like done with like a really, really like. I mean, what if it was done with a little needle and a little? Yeah, what if it was like a. <laughs> si- size it's like when somebody writes their name on rice. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, like size four font or something. Like way, way down there. I mean, there's people who paint like pictures on the tips of needles, right? Like that's a thing. I mean, I don't I don't want to see it, but at the same time I got to know how big it is. Because like if he's got a tiny dick and he's got a bone all the time, I mean, no like, one's going to notice. I mean, you're probably really secure in your sexuality if you're like, "I need to see this man's penis." Just Maynard will get the frame of reference. Was it was it a super big chest pawn or was it a giant devil dick? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't think we're looking at the Great American Challenge, but I think, you know, we're looking at it's like probably a solid, like... Would he never be able to walk tightrope, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Maybe he'd be better at walking tightrope because he'd have that balance out there. It's like a counter... It's like, right, a, yeah, it's like a, an outrigger on a canoe. Oh, yeah, there you go. There we go. So it's like that... You ever hear he that? can't sleep on his stomach anymore, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, he can. You just tuck it into the waistband. I'm telling you, it works. Cut a hole in the mattress. <laughs> <laughs> I had to learn that trick right, in right middle down. school when I wore sweatpants and then went through puberty. And I was like, well, this is a problem. you got to tie it. I heard a joke when I was a kid about this guy who uh, went to a nude beach in Jamaica. He had a tattoo on his dick of his wife's name, and it was Wendy. So, But when he was you know, just hanging around, all you could see was the W and the Y. So then he's at the beach, and he's, he's this Jamaican guy, and he also had a W-Y. And he's like, oh, your, your wife's name is Wendy too, huh? And he's like, what do you mean? He's like, 
Oh, you got the same tattoo as me. He's like, no, mine says, welcome to Jamaica. Have a nice day. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, that was Dick News. Extended play. <laughs> Great joke. I like how, uh, I mean, pun intended, I take it, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, welcome back to the Citizen's Guide to the Supernormal. This is a podcast dedicated to the weird, unexplained, and all things sticky, stupid, and uncomfortable. Like stuff. I didn't have a good one for this one. Anybody got oh, one? Oh, no. Um, you know what? Tweet the show. Give us a sticky, stupid, and uncomfortable joke. I'm Philadelphia. really let down, actually. Look, look. I didn't have a lot of time to put this thing together. You know how it is to find a joke about dicks? I mean, like, you could have used that literally anything. Okay, sticky, stupid, and uncomfortable, like literally anything. No, I mean... See, it didn't <laughs> work. It didn't work. You're out of your mind. All right. <laughs> my name is Sajin. With me is Manny. Sticky, Manid. stupid, uncomfortable. Joining like us... Like the guy... Like the janitor... Oh God, a, let it go. Like the janitor at a glory hole. We already covered it. We already did that no, one. No, no, no. That was like episode six. That was a Bukaki set. That's a little different. Well, th- I mean, you're going to be more sticky... At a fucking bukkake set than you are at a glory hole. Jesus Christ. But it's really a lot of people swallow at those things, I'm, I've heard. <laughs> Just don't eat the cookie. All right. Stick, anyway. Sticky, stupid, and uncomfortable like the cookie at a glory hole. All right. There works. we go. There you go. Okay, See, look cookie. at that. Look how long that took. You Was know it? what they call that in England? They call it a soggy biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> It's still disgusting, but it sounds more, like, polite. It, I mean, that's... Soggy biscuit sounds great. Everything's more polite in England, even the racism. And there's a lot of that. All right. My name is Saj. With me is Maynard, and joining us again tonight is our dedicated producer, Jordan. Hey! We're at Maynard's house tonight, again. And our guest is Maynard's wife. Maynard's wife, say hello. Hello. Maynard's wife has a name, right? No. Sunyi, I think. Sunyi. <laughs> I did last time. <laughs> <laughs> this is same wife. Right? I don't know. Yeah, it's the same was, wife. He only has one ago. wife. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was no, like true. it was like three you know weeks of. ago. It was like three weeks ago. Maynard's wife, Laura. Hello, Laura. Hello. The show. Laura. Hello. All right. Uh, yeah. So we're at Maynard's house because my kids are sick with the plague. So we thought it'd be safer to be here. You know what? What's weird is like. What's making its rounds again is the measles. Yeah, my I thought kids. We, I thought we like got rid of that. My kids are vaccinated because I'm not a fucking idiot. Uh, I thought it wasn't a thing anymore. Like, uh, what's going to be next? Smallpox? Are we really going to have to like worry about smallpox again? I won't have to worry about it. I was uh, vaccinated. I mean, like, I was for a time in my life. I was like concerned about like super gonorrhea or like super syphilis, like the ones that are. Anti- <laughs> that you are, know, like, you have to have sex to get that, though, right? You didn't know this was before I was married. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, no. That's <laughs> <laughs> Walked into that one. You funny, did. St- funny story. You, you did. Know, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You were a lo- regular Lothario back in the day, you dirty bastard. That's why you're still not allowed to sit in my couch without a sheet on it. Listen, you get one bus seat disease, and everybody <laughs> holds it against you for the rest of your life. I told you to put down some toilet paper when you took a shit at Grand Central Station. You didn't fucking listen, and now you're pregnant. It's your own fault. It happens. All right. <laughs> Where was I? <laughs> I'm, I'm Bastard Prophet on Twitter. Maynard is at Maynard Rules. Jordan is at CG Super Jordan. You could follow the show at C underscore G underscore Supernormal. Uh, if you'd like to contact the show and email us with show ideas or business inquiries or s- 
fucking spam mail. I don't know. Citizens Guide Podcast at gmail.com is where you need to go. And we're hosted by Branded Sports at thebrandedsports.com, where you can get exclusive Citizens Guide t shirts. They're only $20 and profits go to support the show. You can also follow Branded Sports on Twitter at branded underscore sports. They have some amazing talent on that site, and we're honored, as always, to be a part of the team. Finally, if you like this episode, please give us a review on iTunes. It's the only way people can know that we're not shitty. So give us a five-star review, and if you don't like the show, just don't fucking listen to it again. Don't make a thing out of it. Um, and then, if you really like the show, you can support us at patreon.com slash Sarge the Destroyer. We just released our first uh, patron-only video. Sorry, our second patron-only video. The, the first one was us reading... Yes. Christmas a story. stories. Oh, I thought it was the third... Okay, it's we, the third. No, it was the third. Yeah, we, you're right. We, the yeah, third one was the, the only. Sleep, yeah, but the third was, one is the only yeah. true one that nobody else can see because it's not going up on YouTube for a while, and that is me and Maynard reviewing the movie Deliverance. Yeah, that was like that was time one. back in the day. No, it wasn't on a previous show where you guys. I don't know what you're talking about. That show didn't exist. Okay, now that that's out of the way, let's get <laughs> to the point. Buckle up, gang. Saj has a story. The year was 1951, and the average home only cost $9,000, or two avocados in 2019 money. <laughs> Phil Collins was born in 19... Uh, Phil Collins was born, and 30 years or so later, no one's happy about that. And Mary Risa sat in her recliner, just smoldering with passion and actual fire. Jordan, take it away. Ah, there it is. Yeah, you're a little late on the crack here. I couldn't find the can. Oh. I hate when that happens. It's not the first thing he couldn't find tonight. It won't be the last. Yeah, I also lost my keys. They're on the table. I can see them. Anyway, tonight we're going to take you through the uh, fine, fine phenomenon, spontaneous human combustion. And I just want to thank Laura for stepping in. We were supposed to have two different guests on this show. One of them is dying of the plague, and the other fucked off. So, Laura, again, is our guest because she is someone we can rely on. And she's also someone who may suffer uh, this untimely fate <laughs> later on in life. It does affect women more than men, for sure. So, uh, what is spontaneous human combustion? There are only a few hundred alleged cases of spontaneous human combustion, and a large majority of them follow a similar pattern. As, a spo- as opposed to a small majority of them? I mean, if it's a majority, it's larger. Well, the large that. majority. I mean, a, a simple majority is like one plus, like plus one, right? So half plus one. A large majority is like two thirds. So simple majority is like the popular vote, and a large majority is like the electoral college. <laughs> I see what you did. I'm not walking into that one. <laughs> Summer somewhere pulling her hair out right now, which is really, really bad. <laughs> it's a lot to pull. Uh, all right. So. Um, the victim of spontaneous human combustion is almost completely consumed, usually inside their home. Um, coroners and medical examiners on scene occasionally describe a sweet, smoky smell in the room as if they were at a barbecue joint. Or someone, uh. was, someone was making a ham. <laughs> they, they just left it in the oven a little too long. Um, in uh, a large number of cases, the corpse's trunk and head are charred beyond recognition, often turned to ash. Some extremities remain intact, hands, feet, and or other parts of the legs being apparently unburned. Weird. It's like they cooked them in a microwave. 
Yeah, it's actually not that weird once you get down to some of the theories, but it's... it's Like the opposite of a Hot Pocket, where it's just hot in the middle? <laughs> it's a human True. Hot Pocket, right? Well, if you like, if well it's you a were, reverse like, Hot Pocket, because the outside is hot, is cold, and the inside... Oh, yeah, no, it is. It's a human Hot Pocket. A, yeah. yeah, I was going to say, it's like, it's like a, the opposite it, of a microwave burrito. Because you know, like, yes, the microwave burrito is always burrito. cold on the inside? Like, no matter it's what always you cold do. on the inside yeah. and hot on the outside. Hot Pockets are hot on the inside and cold on the outside. Yeah, I got it. Much like... Yeah, right. So, anyway... Then the room around the person. This is a, this is the amazing thing about spontaneous you know, human combustion. Before we continue, gonna... I just have to say one of the saddest things in the world is that everyone in here knows how shitty hot pockets are. But I guarantee everyone in this room has eaten one of them at least. Yeah, I mean like and burn their mouths. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, of course, of course. <laughs> but like no one looks forward to a hot pocket. It's like ramen noodles. I've never actually been like, ooh, I can't wait to have ramen noodles. More or less, it's like, hey, I'm hungry and I want something to eat within three minutes. <laughs> it's, yeah. Anyway, I want something hot, and it doesn't have to be good. Yeah, or right. safe, passable. <laughs> I don't know if it's passable, but you know, eating a hot pocket is like it's like masturbating. You never finish and then go, man, that was really good. <laughs> you just go, well, I don't have to eat again for a little bit. <laughs> right, pretty much. <laughs> um. So, uh, finally, the room around the person shows minimal fire damage. Though a greasy residue is sometimes left behind on the furniture and walls. Uh, <laughs> I've been there before. <laughs> I'm sitting in a greasy residue on Maynard's chair right now. and I'm That's um, it's an old chair. That's the that's the sex wedge chair. Yeah, okay, I figured. That's why it's got the triangle cushion. Yeah, no, I figured. It was weird that my legs are up higher than my butt. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like you're about to get a gynecological exam. <laughs> I don't know who's going to be more surprised. You were the gynecologist. I put some Lysol on it last week. <laughs> yeah, but you gotta take it out of the can for it to work. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I assume it's too late to Scotch guard, right? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, other commonalities include alcoholism, uh, pre-existing health conditions such as diabetes, and elderly females. They are the most common... Uh, so basically, fucking Della Reese is on notice. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking Paula Dean, but whatever. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> and oh, on that note, um, it feels good to laugh because there's no baby murder in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we don't have to play the Sanford and Son theme song. <laughs> There's, <laughs> <laughs> I'm burning, I'm burning for you. <laughs> oh, I got a song cool. in my heart tonight. <laughs> I I could tell this is a this is hopefully a light and fluffy episode. Anyway, uh, so the earliest, bless you, the earliest uh, instances described in writing of this happening uh, happened in 1644 and 1663. Uh, Thomas Bartholin uh, was a physician back in the day which meant he uh just basically cut people's veins open <laughs> made them bleed until yeah, they felt better pretty pretty much yeah or he attached leeches to people and hoped for the best i'm gonna do this and you're either gonna die or feel great and then <laughs> die uh so a paris woman in 1663 went up in ashes and flame yet the straw mattress she was sleeping on was unfazed uh it's kind of cool right like that's like a thing you're like well urban. this is why california outlawed straws <laughs> moving on uh then apparently a famous knight. Now I've not heard of this famous Italian knight. Maybe some of you have. Somebody can look it up because I didn't bother. Um, 
Polonus Vorstius. Vorstius? Nope. Uh, never heard of this guy, but he had a few glasses of strong wine and burped fire. He eventually oh. succumbed to his flames. Didn't they do that in Revenge of the Nerds, remember? Yeah, I think they, they did. burnt down the frat house. Booger did it, didn't he? No, 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 that no, was no, like, no, that was it like it was them it. spitting fire. Oh, no, it was Ogre, Ogre. Yeah, it was Ogre. No, they, but that was like spitting fire. Yeah. Nerds! They did the Belgian contest, but nobody burst into flames. And he did. It didn't end well. Yeah, no, this night, uh, he burped flames. Like, that's... When you're telling this story and you're like, yeah, I was eating dinner with my friend and he burped a flame and then he just died. Yeah, but back at a time when they still believed in dragons and shit, I'm thinking it's not that bad. There be dragons. That shit probably happened all the time. They probably just, like, treated the wine with with, uh, kerosene or something. Where did the flame come from? They didn't have the FDA back then. Anyway, the reason I bring this up is because it's the earliest... Maybe he had a fire in his hat. Those Italian men run hot. (laughs) (laughs) So this is the earliest recorded uh, instances of spontaneous human combustion. (laughs) Uh, we also have uh, one of the more recent instances. Uh, 76-year-old Michael Faherty uh, died in 2010 in Ireland, Galway, Ireland. Uh, Wait, an Irish guy was an alcoholic? That can't be right. Uh, that can't be right, no. right? Are we allowed to use stereotypes? If they're white, yeah. Okay, all right, well, yeah. So well, you, guys, you guys are Irish, well, right? I'm Polish well, yeah. and blonde, yeah, so, right, so you go right ahead. We're half Irish. Together, we make one Irish guy. Yeah, that's true. Oh, we're not half Irish. I mean, I did the math with the thing, and I mean, we're probably like yeah. But so all Irish people are basically Norwegian. I mean, sort of. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, we're so basically half Irish. Anyway, uh, Michael Faherty died December 2010. Cause of death was spontaneous human combustion. This is actually like a thing. Like his cause that of death. Was his I actual wish actual cause of death. This was his actual cause of death. The coroner's office literally labeled it spontaneous human combustion. Uh, that was obviously questioned because. They were like, oh, the coroner was doing drugs at the time or something, but... Do you have a picture of the guy? <clears throat> I just want to know if he's hot. Dad joke. Oh, oh boy, oh, man. Like, you so are... Hard. You are ripping him out tonight. Dude, this show is... This episode is perfect for dad jokes. I mean, you are bursting from the inside out with these. <laughs> so, uh... All right, let, you know what? You know what? On that terrible joke. Let's take a break. I just wanted to... All right, fine. Let's take a I break. I just to get to the guy's story. Take poor, a break. Poor Michael. Man, he'll never get the recognition he deserves. Well, maybe he will in like a couple minutes. Okay, take a break. (laughs) Do you need a t-shirt but don't want to look like a fucking donkey? Do you want your mug to tell you to fuck yourself every morning? Well, stop shopping at fucking Kohl's, you dildo. Go to facultees.com. These shirts are comfortable. The designs are awesome and the customer service is pretty amazing. And I gotta tell you, the prices are great for what you get. I own a few of these amazing shirts, but Death Unicorn is definitely my favorite, and the favorite of this crazy Special Forces guy that I made friends with. And he's probably killed people. Anyway, up your game. Buy a shirt, and at checkout, enter the code SAGE15 to save 15%. The website is F-A-R-K-L-E-T-E-E-S dot com. So up your game, and look better than your shitbag fucking neighbors. Okay, so, we're back. Jordan, we were talking about the Irish guy who was surprisingly alcoholic. Michael Faherty. Um, I don't actually know that he was alcoholic, if I'm being honest. Um, but he was diabetic, so ketoacidosis. One of the theories later on. 
So it's possible. Was he on the keto diet? Is that what happened? You said ketoacidosis. Yeah, right. So ketoacidosis and ketosis are two different things. So. All right. Anyway, so 76-year-old Michael Faraday died December 2010, caused the death of spontaneous human combustion. Legitimately on his death certificate, spontaneous human combustion. Now, I know that we did that, like, last time, but I'm just catching you up in case you joined halfway through segment two for some reason. Anyway, uh, <clears throat> the morning he was discovered, his neighbor found heavy smoke coming from the home. Faraday didn't answer the door, and the fire department was called. The fire was confined to the living room, and the body was almost completely burnt, as well as the floor and ceiling above and below the body. Whoa. Okay. But nothing else in the room. Just the floor and ceiling above and below the body. Uh, he was found laying near an open fireplace. I don't know that there was a fire in the fireplace. Uh, it is suggested that there was. So or was there a shorty fire burning on the dance floor? Whoa. <laughs> uh, what year was this again? 2010. There's a news article here that I... Uh, could have read deeper into but the bigger story that i wanted to get into is mary research so i just wanted to cover this one because it was more recent than 1644 yeah. and 1951 was this guy like in any like sort of crimes or anything no um so no accelerants were discovered and no and foul play had been ruled out okay. um his known medical conditions included diabetes and hypertension yeah. um but again he was found near the open open fireplace and the reason that that's important is because uh, in many of these instances you need a source of the ignition right so uh, if you had a fire in the fireplace in December of 2010 you'd figure it would be cold enough in Ireland to throw a fire in oh yeah maybe an ember came out of the fireplace and caused him to catch fire so the coroner's report suggested spontaneous human combustion was actually listed uh somebody else in a third party reviewed this and actually said well it's weird that that he was found like head towards an open fire uh fireplace and they completely just disregarded the fact that that may have been a cause of the ignition source but anyway, again, no known they accelerants were found. Disregarded the fireplace. Yeah, they just did. On a guy who it. caught fire. Yeah. Were because the cops drunk too? Well, I mean, like, if he's in the middle of his living room, right? Like, it, the, the problem is, is there was, so, again. So we don't have any proof that there was a fire in the fireplace, though? No, I I could probably have looked into that more. But, again, this was one of those things that I just wanted to point out that as of 2010, people were still suggesting that. This was in 2010? Yes. Did you not listen to... I thought you... I'm when sorry. When hosts I don't kept, listen. I kept replacing 2010 with 1910 because uh, I would figure it now with modern science. No one would believe this nonsense, but apparently I'm crazy. I mean, we have... 2010, holy shit. And they were like, no, it's got to be spontaneous human combustion. don't believe in climate change. And we have people who exist we're, and think the earth is still flat. So... That's true. And there are other people who think that... President Trump is somehow not forget it uh, just uh, so many things okay continue have you heard this new theory that the earth is a donut shape that's actually kind of a fun one it's not a new theory believe it or not all where, these theories the, the flat hole? earth the donut hollow moon all that stuff is actually kind of old but the internet which just makes everything worse 
has made it easier for these dumbasses to get together and create more dumbasses. Because uh, <clears throat> Hollow Earth has been around since before the Nazis. I'm pretty sure that uh, dumbasses creating dumbasses has been going back for quite some time. Well, yeah, I mean, that's... Unprotected yeah, they just sex. didn't need a computer to do it. They Yeah, right, yeah. Well, it's, uh, the anti-vax movement started in the 1800s. <clears throat> All right, so uh, that was right before vaccines. Now we're gonna go back in time, and we're gonna spend a little bit of time on Mary Reeser because this is uh, the most famous case uh, of spontaneous spontaneous human combustion. Uh, I like that. That's the second time you almost said spontaneous. Yeah, I know. I kind of prefer that you say spontaneous. I meant like a twenty because it reminds me of Belke Bortoko Mouse. (laughs) I meant like twenty-eight plus hours of not. I'm not shitting on you. I Uh, prefer spontaneous, to be honest. So I feel like if something like that happened in Disney, it would be spontaneous. Yes, it's a mouse. (laughs) I know. I got the mouse part. I thought we weren't allowed to whisper anymore. No, no, no. I'm the only one allowed to whisper. All right. Well. Can't do ASMR anymore. Oh my god! With the whispering again. You're getting a bone, aren't you? Is it priapism? It might be priapism. I've had this thing for like six hours now. Uh, all right. Just so, a roll of quarters. Yeah, well, you know. He likes to show off. Continue. <laughs> What's in your pocket? A chunky. <laughs> we could split it if you want. It's the office. I love the office. I like Parks and Rec better. Parks and Rec was a great show. I've been binging. I prefer there. the office, to be honest. I loved them. Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec was great. Don't get me wrong, but The Office was better than I don't both know, I think versions Chris, of The Office. Chris Pratt was fantastic in Parks. And he Rec. was, but you know, he's not the main character of the show. I mean, he's a great character of the show. Why are we doing this? Stop! You All brought right. it up, dickhead. I'm just rolling with it. That's my job as a host is to roll with the punches. Well, your job as the host was to guide the show, and here I am. I read the wrong description. You know what? I was reading the Gold's Gym workout description. Got it. Oh, sixty-seven-year-old right. <laughs> Mary Reeser was found by her landlady. He's what a, a shitty discovery rock. that is, by the way. Like, found you, found your mom burned up. No, like the landlady. Like the landlady's like, ah, I gotta deliver this eviction notice, and then like she. This apartment smells smoky. Um, have you been smoking in there, Mary? Well, at least she didn't have to deal with the eviction. It wasn't That's an eviction true. notice. She was like, she had like a telegram or some shit. I don't know. Right. Uh, anyway, so uh, she was found by uh, her landlady on July. Uh, of 1951 the landlady knocked and there was no answer she attempted the doorknob and discovered it was uncomfortably hot to the touch Ooh. and so uh, you know like she did what everybody else would do and was, was like I'm it, gonna call um, the police too hot too hot too hot homie <laughs> shut up coolio oh my lord Anyway, uh, after contact of the police, oh, Reese's remains were found, condoms. which were largely ash. Uh, they had been discovered in a chair. The only pieces of her body that remained intact was a foot still in its slipper. Whoa. That's fucked up. Uh, her backbone. I've seen this picture, by the way. It is, it's fucking, it's creepy. It's creepy to look at. Uh, so a foot still in the slipper, her backbone, and a shrunken skull. I'm kind of glad that it shrunk. Sometimes described to be the size of a teacup. Like the dude in Beetlejuice? Yeah, yeah, exactly. See, exactly. that's adorable. That's just adorable, <laughs> honestly. I want to put like I want to like find one of those shrunken skulls and put it on my keychain for good luck. It's like a haunted house for little kids. 
Yeah, but all they did with that guy was just like sprinkle a little thing on his yeah, head. They didn't burn yeah. him. So it's uh, it's also reported in the official notes that there were many uh, plastic items in the room that had been deformed due to the high heat, uh, melted and deformed. So that's kind of cool. Like the peripheral mil- plastics in the room were melted. Yeah, I mean it, it's it it's a little bit more than what we're getting from the other the other stories. Yeah, there was this is again this is one of the more popular theories. I have an eight page thing here article um that i painstakingly read through and then laughed at because i was like i was like and you walk in and you're like hey look there's this smoldering chair a pile of ash and a foot <laughs> you're like yeah no i just looked up the picture this is really this is she's don't, it's don't fucking, google this it's gross woman. right it's it's the most disgusting thing i've ever seen all right i gotta google be honest, the diet love past pictures and then tell I mean, me how for this show what, my google, the one of the yeti uh, no. good picture. <laughs> my google search history for this show is really fucked it up. really is ruined your google search history like hinter ah. yeah yeah look at the fish. oh god yeah. why are you yeah. showing that to it's, like like the the it's like from the knee it's like the knee down like that's like there's like a shin what? there anyway yeah. um you want to you want to talk about fucked up pictures in my Google search history? Let's go back to Hinder Kaifank. <laughs> Jesus Christ! All right. So anyway, uh, I count him for a sec. Where I don't know, were we? I honestly don't know where we left off. We left off the alcoholic Irish guy. No, we nope, didn't. It nope. was a lady who burned up in her, her chair. No, we were just talking about how gross that was. Oh, oh yeah, 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 gross picture. All right, so yeah, her oh, foot. It's like a leg. Uh, I'll do it so you can. And the rest of it's. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, her foot from, like, the shin down, which is kind of, like, f- is, like, fun, right? Because you know the dog didn't get to it before everybody else got there. <laughs> um, the dog sees everybody walking. He's like, fuck, I missed my chance. The first guy who walks in has got a foot fetish, and he's like, oh, baby, jackpot. <laughs> it just looked like she fell in a fire pit, but, like, her leg was sticking out. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, it's uh, Just a really bad crematorium for just short people. So, um, Manon and I cover this in uh, Manon's round table. <laughs> that was good. It was a German crematorium. I wasn't proud of the jokes. So, uh, anyway, uh, so July 7th, 1951, the St. Petersburg police chief, J.R. Reich- Reichert, Reichert? Something. Sent a box of evidence from the scene to the director. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's pretty much all that was left was just a box of evidence, right? <laughs> It's one of those boxes you get, you get from the post office. It doesn't cost a lot. You can ship anything you want in it. What's uh, in the box? <laughs> Mary's like. The legs. So, so uh, this is a little box from the post office, right? So, yeah, he sends a box of evidence to the, from the scene to FBI Director J. Edgar Hoover. Hoover. Uh, he included glass fragments found in the ashes. J. Edgar Hoover opens the box, and he's like, ugh, I like his shoes, though. <laughs> <laughs> nice shoes, but what's up with this leg? She has great taste. <laughs> Had. Oh, um, what is that? Echo? I bet it's comfortable. I wonder where that other. I wonder where that other shoe went. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> I right. can wear this for when I'm a female pirate. <laughs> he he gets the slipper out and he's like thinking about that scene from Cinderella where they're trying on the one foot. All right, so <laughs> you you burned up so quick, you only left one slipper behind. <laughs> oh, this was somebody's grandmother. <laughs> 
tragedy plus time equals comedy. It's uh. <laughs> <laughs> true. <laughs> oh, that poor woman. All right. That poor diabetic alcoholic woman. If he included. Uh, she wasn't an alcoholic, I don't think. But you know. Yeah, well, you're mashing up characters. No, 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 no. no. I'm pretty he included, confident. Anyway, I read that right, she was right, a right, smoker right. and an alcoholic. No, she she was the one who was addicted to sleeping pills. Oh. Yeah, remember she took the sleeping pills. I that we talked about this pre-show. I thought I was thinking of Marilyn Monroe. She was also addicted to sleeping pills. That's yeah. how she died. Mm-hmm. True. Spontaneous human combustion, Marilyn Monroe. But she didn't light on fire. Oh, I should clarify. I'm always thinking of Marilyn Monroe. Well, I mean, he's, he's she's fine. dreamboat. She is. Look so, at all that meat. So uh, he included gra- glass fragments found in the ashes, six small objects thought to be teeth, a section of carpet. Because. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? A section of carpet. This was pre-1990s, all right? And people weren't doing the Brazilian, so... <laughs> Giggity? <laughs> you know, I mean, there's just... It's a little landing strip of carpet in the box just to <laughs> say hey. Jago. <laughs> I can't even finish it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get it. I can't breathe. <laughs> What's in the box, Mr. Hoover? I don't know. Somebody sent me some pubes in one really nice shoe. <laughs> oh, ugh. Smells like salmon in here. <laughs> All right. I mean, it's smoked salmon, but uh, still. So, uh, <laughs> a section of carpet. Thus the Merkin was born. <laughs> Poor Laura can't get her drink down. All right. And then, All right, I'm good. <laughs> and, and this is my favorite part. Into the surviving shoe. <laughs> <laughs> yes! <laughs> Oh man, and then a oh, we're all is going born. to hell. You know Even what? You would have. What if this box is what started Jay Hoover on his long journey across dressing? <laughs> he like opens the box and he's like, "I feel right, you guys. It's <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> feel right. It just feels right." This is why I get into this. <laughs> that's that's an interesting concept. The second greatest thing I've got in my desk. Jay Hoover's sitting there with the, with the the one shoe on, and he's like. <laughs> Looking in the mirror, and he's like, would you do me? <laughs> I'd do me. Would you investigate me? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, even though the body was almost totally cremated, requiring very high temperatures, the room in which it occurred showed very little, little evidence um, of the fire. Maybe she was just Reichart hot including an, included Check a note. it and see. <laughs> Did she have a fear around the tree? <laughs> Oh, man. So, uh, Reichert included a note saying, We request any information or theories that could explain how a human body could be so destroyed and the fire contained or confined to such a small area and so little damage done to the structure of the building and to the furniture in the room, not even scorched or damaged by the smoke. So that's kind of a... I I mean, I got nothing. 
The it's FBI eventually impressive. ruled the death a result of the Wick effect, which I will go go into briefly uh, in the next segment. But uh, they surmised that Reeser, known for taking sleeping pills, had fallen asleep with a lit cigarette that caught her clothes on fire, which ignited her body. Professor Krogman, Wilton Krogman, the foremost uh, physical anthropologist at the University of Pennsylvania School of Medicine, also investigated the case, and he was very public in his opinion that the FBI got it wrong. <clears throat> so, uh, Wilt, as I like to call him, <laughs> uh, Wilt, uh, had basically had concluded that uh, the skulls in these instances where the bodies kind of blow up, um, the skulls explode into tiny fragments, and this one was shrunk. Um, there was no fire in the exterior of the chair, I guess. The chair was all melted through, but uh, there was no fire damage. Um, there was no fire damage in the chair whatsoever? No, the chair was smoldering. It was like a, there was like springs. I mean, you've seen the picture, but... Um, but that's what I'm saying. You it was like the was fire no was fire. contained to the chair, like none of the other furniture in the room. Like, oh, oh, okay. So... And the outside of the chair was oddly unburned, right? So, the outside of the chair, no, it was the interior chair, exactly. Yeah. So here's what's really interesting. In order to cremate a body, and this is, again, the sad part of my job on this show. In order to cremate a body... Dude, you work in a pizza shop. The job on the show. Like doing the research. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I was Are you say, cremating the, bodies at Pizza Hut? It's Pizzagate all over again. So, um... How many emails have you gotten from Hillary? In order to cremate a body... There needs to be a constant temperature of 14 to 1800 degrees for three to four hours. Um, the bones don't actually turn into ash, which is really interesting. They calcify, and any fragments of bone that are left are actually pulverized into the fine sand that we know as ashes that you get. Um, it leaves about upwards of, or up to nine pounds of, of remains that you sit on your mantle. Or nine pounds of excellent fertilizer. You know what's really interesting about this is like we've now burned our loved ones and then we've ironically placed them above a fireplace in a place of honor. <laughs> like now they have to now they have to think every day like ah you were there one day and now you're up here look at that you've gone <laughs> you up graduated like three grandpa feet. you graduated I want I want to be made into a diamond because they can do that with your with your uh, your ashes so um, just interesting things to note from this case. Um, that it, was a hint, by the way, dickhead. What? I want to be made into a diamond. I said. Yeah, I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna I'm gonna you're launch your ass into space. You're not made of coal. I mean, I would love to be launched into space, or even just like launched into a pool. That'd be cool. I'm gonna make sure somebody snorts you too. Like a um, big fucking water balloon slingshot. So just launch it, me into a pool. It seemed to be a straightforward accident. Um, when they first got on scene, there a case of an elderly woman nodding off while smoking a cigarette, setting herself alight, uh, but they couldn't find. Again, the source. Or the rest of her fucking body. So, um, strange anomalies started to come into focus on this. A portion of the carpet uh, where the cremated armchair had stood was not even burned through. So, the carpet under the armchair didn't even fucking burn through. Um, Well, I mean, they don't make them like they used to. Yeah, I mean, I guess. Right, but plastics in in the room, the room had burned so hot, the plastic in the room had started to melt. Well, that's what I'm saying is if... This this is my... I guess what I was trying to, the point I was trying to make is that, like, you know, now if there was spontaneous human combustion, 
you walk into a room, everything's going to be fucking melted, and then it's going to catch fire because it got hot, and it's going to start to melt. Are you ready for this? <clears throat> Newspapers on the adjacent table remained intact. Bedclothes on the nearby daybed remained intact and are said to have not have borne not as much as a single scorch mark. And the most inexplicable of all, the degree of heat required to reduce such a stout, overweight woman. This is <laughs> stout. I love it. Standing five foot five and weighing more than 12 stone. This is a British article. Can we, can somebody, while he's reading this, look up what 12 stone is? Uh, to 10 pounds of ashes would have been a roaring inferno topping 3,000 degrees Fahrenheit. So her body burned at 3,000 degrees Fahrenheit. And nothing else in the room caught fire or had a scorch mark on it other than her chair and her weird foot. Wow. So, no accelerant, no foul play. Uh, at one point, one of the theories was that she was burned um, elsewhere, cremated elsewhere, and then transported back to the house. Um, but What? Yep. Yeah. That was a theory. No, no. What, yeah, everyone like, in the no. room was just too sexy and everything melted because they were so hot? You kidding? Um, I'm not kidding. That was an actual theory. Another theory was that a fireball came through her window and hit her specifically and nobody else. Nothing else. It Literally a fireball. I'm not even shitting you like somebody had said, wow. what if a fireball but came through the what, window? And it, this was 1951. That would mean I the mean, window would have to be open. Yeah, it's 1951. July not, of 1951. I mean, you know. Fireball just floats in the window. So how tall was she? Five foot five. All right, she's five foot five, uh, one sixty-eight. That's not really all that that's bad. That's not really that big. Twelve mm. stone. No, that's fairly average. For five five, that's not that. She's yeah, not stout. slightly overweight. Yeah, not stout. I wouldn't even say that so much. I mean, so um, they analyzed the scrapings on the carpet. It was a greasy substance. Uh, it turned out to be human fat. Otherwise, they found nothing. Neither did Edward Davies, the National Board of Underwriters, an arson expert, trained to spot deliberate fire raising. Um, so Dr. Wilton Krogman. Uh, was America's leading contemporary physical and forensic anthropologist, was asked to help. He checked the finding of other experts and then set to work eliminating unlikely possibilities. Did she fall asleep and set herself uh, on fire with a cigarette? No, such a fire could not have produced temperatures necessary to reduce her to ashes, even in a crematorium conditions with a temperature of 2,000 degrees Fahrenheit. There would be scarcely a bone that did not remain visibly present and completely recognizable. Had lightning struck her, this is a theory that we'll get on in the next segment, no, there is no evidence of occurrence of any lightning, thunder, or storms on the night of July 1st or 2nd. Uh, was Miss Reeser burned elsewhere and her ashes placed in the living room? No, scientific study of her remains and the residue in the room ruled this out. Could yeah, by some like everything's fucking melted. Now this melted, is really interesting. Time out. Could by some freak chance an electrical induction current from faulty wiring have passed through her? The reason this is interesting at 2:26 a.m. Something happened where a, an electrical outlet shorted out and her clock stopped, oh. thinking that this is the time of death on this poor woman. 2.26 a.m. on July 1st morning. Um, this is why they... So, but, they, I mean, the clock could have just stopped because so, of the intense heat, right? Well, the electrical... So, the electrical outlet shorted out. Could have been because of the intense yeah, heat. Yeah, but either way, I mean, time of death, that makes sense. So, what's really interesting about this is they said, well, maybe... Uh, the outlet shorted out and then caught her on fire and this is what started this thing uh, it could not have happened without blowing a fuse all the fuses were intact um, and Krogman had been widely and erroneously reported as having concluded that Mary Reeser uh, the so called cinder woman uh, apparently that's what they called her back in the day uh, I prefer cinder Ella 
Um, was, Which would explain the one was shoe. Was he... Victim of mysterious burning death, spontaneous human combustion. Um, it's a whimsical title he, when you think about it. The he, uh, regarded, he regarded spontaneous human combustion as utterly impossible, but he also called the death a unexplainable uh, passage. Well, yeah, I mean, you, you walk into a room as a pile of ash in one very nice shoe. <laughs> depending on who you are um, anyway so uh, I think this is a good spot to take a break and then we'll get into theories and uh, kind of like move on this episode has been brought to you by www.thebrandedsports.com go to brandedsports.com check out all the stuff they got they're a pretty fucking awesome website because they're sponsoring this fucking podcast. I apologize for all the swears, but if you're from New England, you'll understand. Thank you, and have a wonderful fucking evening. Don't eat on the... Don't eat that guy. I'm not, uh, no, I'm <laughs> I can hear you chewing. It's I'm not even chewing anymore. You were. That's disgusting. Maynard, give me a cracker. <laughs> don't, don't do it. Don't do it, Maynard. <laughs> <laughs> the headphones come off. I can't eat a cracker. You're so angry. It's disgusting. You're angry. You're an angry elf. Yep. You're an angry elf. Alright. Theories. 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 About what? You go first. Okay. Alright, uh so. The most popular theory for a lot of these deaths is the wick effect. It suggests that a small external flame source causes the clothing of the victim to ignite and smolder. The smolder causes the splitting of the skin, which releases subcutaneous fat, soaks into the remaining clothing, which causes the, the uh, which continues to fuel the fire, and acts as a wick. Combustion continues for as long as the fuel source is available. The theory has been successfully tested with pig flesh and is consistent with evidence recovered from cases of human combustion. Feet don't typically burn because they often have the least amount of fat. Hands also have little fat but may burn if near the fuel source, uh, which provides all of the necessary fat for combustion. I've tested this with pig fat myself, like, every weekend. Why am I not in any way surprised? Dude, you, you don't eat bacon? No, I do, but I don't generally try to light a pig on fire. No, no, I just said the fat. I never said anything about the actual having a pig in here. I like to light pig fat on fire and eat it with my eggs. Everything about you is so strange and alien. It's kind of weird that you refer to cooking bacon as right lighting it's pig fat on fire. Uncomfortable. Like I cook it usually in a pan or like on a cookie sheet in the oven or something. I don't I mean like I wouldn't. He just puts it in a spoon. Yeah, like <laughs> like heroin <laughs> with a, with a little knife under it, like a little uh, match under it or whatever. Yeah. Look, I broke the pan, and you gotta do what you gotta do. You so um. That's a very popular theory, the wick effect. A lot of people will rest on that. Um, the problem is, is that they, you know these bodies end up burning, and there's no ignition source because it ends up burning out. Um, so you can never prove that there was any ignition source on the clothing. They just kind of assume, okay, it's the wick effect. Um, Krogman, Wilt, my buddy, um, what he has to say about the wick effect is that he finds it hard to believe the human body, once ignited, will literally consume itself. Burn itself out as the candle, as does the candle wick. 
Guttering the last residual pool of melted wax. I love like how this guy talks, by the way, for like 1951. Yeah. Um, just what did happen on the night of July 1st, 1951 in St. Petersburg, we may never know. This case still haunts me. So he says that the Wick effect is bullshit. He was the leading forensic anthropologist at the time. Um, I, I mean, he does go on to say that in regards to the shrunken skull, the head is not left complete in an ordinary burning cases. Certainly it does not shrivel or symmetrically reduce to a smaller size. In the presence of heat sufficient to destroy soft tissues, the skull would literally explode in many pieces. I know I briefly touched on that. Um, I've never known any exception to this rule. Again, like uh, the leading expert in anthropology, it's like, yeah, no, skulls explode when they get too hot. So how do we explain the one that shrunk? Yeah, exactly. That's the whole point. That's why he says that is because he thinks that what the FBI said was just batshit crazy. Um, Krogman is is Krogman is like coming really out providing a theory though. But that's the thing. He he has no idea. He I mean I told you in the last segment. He um, just before the break he doesn't actually believe in spontaneous human combustion, but he can't explain what happened to Mary Reeser. He just has no idea um, based on what he's seen with like bodies being burned in this particular case and then he goes on to say I cannot conceive of such a complete cremation without more burning of the apartment itself in fact the apartment and everything in it should have been consumed again a 3000 degree fire I mean you would think that it would have caught something on fire but newspapers on uh, a table adjacent to the chair that smoldered didn't catch um said, uh, in fact, the apartment and everything in it should have been consumed. I regard it as the most amazing thing I've ever seen. As I review it, the short hairs on my neck bristle with vague fear. Were, were I living in the Middle Ages, I'd mutter something about black magic. Um, so he's got no answers. He's just like, this I is mean, mysterious. That's the thing. That's why this is such an interesting case, because when you've got somebody who's seen, I mean, death throughout, like, I mean, he's seen some of the most gruesome shit yeah. and he can't explain this um, he did put a statement on the record um, he blamed puck wedgies didn't he bastards it's like that that incubus song pardon me it's all about this while well, I burst you. into flames yeah no, listen to the words it's all about this they don't know what happened either but they and it's very British of him to say pardon me first but but they just they just put it to like you know early 2000s music so anyway the statement on record for him is that he thinks the FBI took the easy way out. Um, by the easy way out by, by claiming it was the the Wick effect. Because <laughs> they they couldn't. I mean, because it's it's I feel hard. like that's. But you can't prove. And so what he's saying is, you can't prove that there was a, a, an ignition source that lit her nightgown. That I guess what I'm trying to say is like, there's no easy way out when you walk into a room and somebody's on fire and melted on the floor, and you're like, Wick effect. <laughs> it was either ghosts or the wick effect. You know, well, I mean? so like, it's not an easy. If they walked in, like, and they well, were I don't like, "I see any ghosts," so if, it's got to be the wick. If they effect. walked into the room and they were like, "Mob hit," like you know that's the easy way out. <laughs> you know what they? You know what's funny about ghosts? Well, that's why I asked about crimes earlier. There was a legit theory that I read that I just had to ignore that claimed poltergeist, and so great I, movie, <laughs> good movie, Caroline. So movie. they claimed that this like, house. Like is clean. Pol- poltergeists were blowing people up. Um, so yeah, so that's so that's the first theory, the most popular theory. 
Um, another theory for these people just being destroyed is uh, suicide by lighting the body on fire, self-immolation. Self-immolation. Yeah, but uh, good one. In a good lot idea. of these, a lot of these instances, again, there's no accelerant found, um, and no. Which source would of be ignition. a lot of effort. <laughs> Look, that just wouldn't work. So our choices are magic or Buddhist monk in Vietnam. Um. Brian J. Ford suggests ketosis, possibly caused by alcoholism, or low-carb dieting produces Take acetone. Take that to note for your fucking keto diets, you guys. Thank you, yep. Uh, which is highly flammable <laughs> and could therefore lead to apparently spontaneous combustion. I think they're referring to keto So that means that you, at the moment, yeah, are right. highly flammable. Um, there is also another theory... Can we theory. go record the rest of this outside? <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's Please. also another theory that, that uh, humans produce methane, and that the methane would well, yeah. Catch Have you ever tried to light a fire on fire? And explode, but it's hilarious. Uh, nah. People generally like fly in the face of that because cows produce way more methane and they don't randomly explode. Well, cows don't also have diabetes and smoke cigarettes. How do you know? I've never seen. I mean, <laughs> I've never given a cow a blood sugar test, but I've never seen a cow smoke a cigarette. But I'm pretty confident they don't do it. I've never seen a million dollars, but I know that exists. Anyway. I mean, Okay. It's from that All movie. Right. I was just... I don't remember what movie it was. I don't, I don't know the movie. Brewster's Millions? No. I love Brewster's no. Millions. Damn it. Um, None of the above, right? So so now I'm going to go into pseudoscience, and uh, I'm going to give you Sarge's this... Sarge's favorite thing. This is... I know Sarge loves this. And Where's so your daughter? Motherfuckers. So, um... She hates it almost as much as I do. <laughs> pseudoscience. Uh, we have a guy who wrote a book called The Blaze, Um I think his name's Lloyd Arnold or something like that. Yeah, it's uh, fucking Glenn Beck's pseudonym. Py- Pyrotron. Pyrotron is the name of this imaginary atom. And a transformer. It's a. It's actually... <laughs> yeah. uh, it's Pyrotron. A sub- it's a subatomic particle that passes through atoms in the body. And occasionally, this atom, or this subatomic particle, uh, hits an atom... And it causes a flammable chain reaction and blows people up. Because um, it happens all the time. So, so I mean, this common. guy took the easy way out by making up something that is not provable. <laughs> so we went from magic to methane to magic. To a transformer. And then um, circumstantial evidence shows this is the last one. And I this thought is... you were going to say circumcision. <laughs> I was going to say this is the best. This is my theory. <laughs> so um, ball lightning. Yes. Back. Comes back around it's to ball back. Throwback to episode two, isn't it? Dial yeah. Off well, two and three. Yes. Two and three. USSR, are you afraid of the dark? And That's right. USSR, the Yetis, play, the Yetis played catch with the ball lightning. <laughs> Yeti softball practice. <laughs> it's more like basketball practice. But. I think we ruled that it was not Yetis because Yetis don't exist. It's sometimes Yetis. It's never Yetis. <laughs> Always Yetis. <laughs> Hashtag Mother sometimes yetis. Fucker. No, it's never yetis. No, I'm going to disagree. Anyway. I've never seen a yeti, but I, it could exist. I've never seen ball lightning either, but hey. Right? Uh, ball lightning circumstantial evidence suggests that combustion wounds caused by ball lightning have been seen similar to those in human combustion cases. Look, don't talk to me about your circumcised evidence. I know what I saw. <laughs> I've never actually seen ball lightning either, other than that weird video Maynard showing us all the way back in episode three, 
uh, where the ball lightning moved weirdly in the background. Yeah, that was pretty cool, right? You can see, if you just look it up on YouTube, it, it is a thing. So uh, that's what I got for you guys. You know how it gets in your house. This episode is, uh, is those are my theories. That's those are the does a great job, Jordan. Most yeah, popular. that was Seriously. some good research. I'm not. I'm not, e- I'm not. Yeah, even I'm not even being sarcastic. You nailed it. Yeah, no, I, um, I mean, I, I think. So now we get to a point where we have to pick our theories, right? I mean, I think we should, right? This is we haven't picked theories in a long time. What's your favorite theory? I want to go last. Just, just. But I mean, uh, I feel like no, I did all the research, so I, I should go last. You're like the weird guy in a Bukaki set. All right, go ahead, Maynard. What do you got? But, uh, uh, I just what, like when they make room for me. <laughs> <laughs> but are you gonna? What if the same theory doesn't apply to all instances, though? So mm. you, it could be a mix of theories. That's, I yeah, guess. Uh, yeah, totally. I mean, it's acceptable, but it's a cheap way out, you prick. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Maynard, what do you got? I, I like, I like the fireball theory. The, fireball the one that theory? the fireball came through the window and blew up. Oh, oh, yeah. oh! Like, but. The, but I that, thought you were that, gonna be like they were all drinking fireball. No, 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 <laughs> fucking no, no, no. idiots started shooting off fireworks. But that could apply to ball lightning, though, right? Because if what if ball lightning came in and like struck the lady in the chest and right in the bee hole? No, well maybe, but you know, but still leave an ankle, I guess. But okay. you know, so, something. So I mean, if if other if newspapers in the room weren't burnt, but this lady's body was, somehow she was set on fire. Right. I mean, yeah, I guess. I mean, uh, I mean, honestly, very clearly, she was set on fire. I think the interesting thing is like, plastic in the room fucking melted, but newspapers beside her were intact without a scorch mark. So something entered that room and burned her, beyond belief, but didn't light newspapers on fire. Ball lightning does float. We've seen it in the YouTube video. Floated in the old window and. Um, I, I've never seen ball lightning in my life. I don't know. I well, I mean, so we picked a weird topic. We did. So I'm gonna pick a weird theory. The Illuminati, you guys. <laughs> it's always the Illuminati. You both are pricks. Even more oh, than I mean, actually, even more I, than Yetis. At least with Maynard, hey, I can I try, understand. I, the, I can understand. I know. You know what? I can understand. The, I can't believe I'm saying this. I can understand where Maynard's coming from. Ball <laughs> lightning and fireballs. I get it. You're you're a dirty. Hand me out. The Illuminati is not <laughs> setting people on fire. I'm not. The Illuminati is trying to distract everyone here. Uh, you're done. From the fact that nope. the Earth is flat and the Moon is hollow, so it starts just lighting people on fire in ways that you well, can't really fucking figure out. So you're more worried about how Grandma caught fire and only your fucking leg and beautiful goddamn shoes are left. Shoe, beautiful oh, shoe. The Meanwhile. Shoe. They're launching satellites into the dome that's curving around and landing on the other side of the flat Earth, and everybody's like, oh, man, spaceships. Hey, or, right, uh, Nazis uh, landed on the moon first? No, Nazis were in the hollow part of the flat Earth. Right. No, 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 Nazis landed on the moon first. Well, well they got a base there, too. But they, Listen, I'm they throwing didn't. back to episode one. That's all I'm saying. Is they're teleporting. All right, Laura, what's your theory? I you were very quiet uh, this whole episode. Uh, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's very interesting. I think it's actually cardiac events. So some sort of cardiac issue, something with their heart, if they have a heart defect, if you think of it in the human body, there's electrical currents. Mm-hmm. And all of these instances, the it's everything's self-contained. So what sort of 
spark. Oh my no god! No pun intended. Scuba or SCBA, like self-contained burning apparatus. I thought you were the talking about body. going swimming. I, I, thought, I, thought, I thought you were That's going Indiana Jones. It's kind of like it's kind of like <laughs> that, except but you can't get it out in time, Shut so it just day. explodes it's like a ticking time bomb inside them. It's it's kind of they burn from the inside out. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of friction if your heart ever beat fast enough. I mean, truthfully, when you look at the when you look at the theory and you think about all of the the contributing factors, we're all talking about older people who smoked. Mm-hmm. With the exception of the Italian knight, we don't know much about him, but frankly, these are people who still believed in dragons and bloodletting, so we're going to discount that knight. He, he could have smoked something. Or alcohol. He burped fire. I just think that's cool. In the sixteen in the 1600s in Italy, it's not without the realm of possibility, but smoking wasn't introduced into Europe until um, the pilgrims, um, right, let's, I mean, until I mean, colonists landed Maybe Maybe there was like a fucking candle, and he burped, and because the alcohol and the wine was so strong that it fucking caught fire. And so no, they thought no. he burped. alcohol and wine back then was very weak. No, this said he had strong glasses of wine. That was yeah, but point. strong glass of wine back then was probably like 3.5 by volume. Have you never had bathtub wine, obviously. <laughs> anyway, long story short, my guess is that Shock. it has something to do with the fact that they're older people who smoke cigarettes. They probably caught fire. Their bodies burned up because their skin's all dry and shitty because they're like 900 years old. And that was the end of it. So I'm going to go with your taking the wick effect. We're thinking too hard. We're thinking too hard about this whole thing. So they were already partly ash. They just kind Yeah, of basically. Yeah, right. I mean, every time they fought at Gettysburg came out. So know, I'm just saying, ready? It smelled like a battlefield in there. My theory. You guys have seen Mars Attacks, right? No. Was that the one time. about the Yetis? No, no, no. Mars Attacks is oh, the one. Oh, Space Yetis. No, no, no. Sorry. Ma- Mars Attacks is the one where the aliens come down with ray guns and they, in- uh, they like incinerate people. And my theory was bad. My theory wasn't the good one. The Illuminati theory was bad, but the aliens are okay. Aliens with ray guns I'm not are saying incinerating it's aliens. People. This is the most insane episode I think we've ever done. If I'm, you, I'm really honestly gonna, I, I mean, honestly, like the most, the most plausible theory is the Wick effect. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna say. But, but I mean, if I had to go like out there, aliens, aliens with ray guns are pretty good. Cool one. Aliens with ray guns is pretty fucking cool. Or like mm-hmm. government experiments where they're like, hey, we gotta test this out. Do we know an old lady that no one's going to care about? Perfect. Let's but try still, and transport her. Oh, we burned grandma. Detach oh, maybe, everyone back away. Maybe, yeah, maybe they're, they're testing out transportation and then... There you go. Ball what? lightning could still apply to the wick effect. It was just the accelerant. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, it was like the source. Yeah, yeah the, exactly. the, sor- the ignition source. All right, so if you're listening to this episode right now and you hear all this nonsense, I need you to reply to my retweet of this episode and I need you to tell us, either in the comments of the blog of this episode or in the uh, replies of my tweet of this episode, tell us your theory. I don't care how fucking nuts it is. And, and maybe draw a diagram, send us a picture, do something creative, make it fun. But tell us what you think it is, and we'll call out the best one on the next episode. No sure. dip pics. Please don't send me a picture of your penis. I'm just going to show all my 25,000 followers. Every single one is going to see a picture of your penis. No dick pics. With holiday decorations on it, for sure. All right. Yeah. Anybody else got anything else? Laura, you got anything you want to talk about? I'm good. Okay. Yeah. Man, it's good. Yeah, You're good? Let's I'm wrap fine. this up. Yeah, I'm, I'm wonderful. All right. Well, thank you for listening to Citizen's Guide to the Supernormal. If you have uh, any questions, you can email us at uh, Citizen's Guide Podcast, or you can at any one of us, Citizen's Guide Podcast at gmail.com, or at any one of us on Twitter. 
I'm a bastard prophet. Main is at Main and Rolls and Jordan is at CG Super Jordan. Uh, and that's the end of the show. Thank you for listening. You're welcome. And I'm not sorry. Go fuck yourself, Jesse Miles.